Okay, the podcast is recording. The the video's taking a minute. It's thinking about it. There we go. The video is recording. Alright, guys. Welcome along to another thrilling, exciting extravaganza of Americana, the American way. Gonna yak to ya about a couple of our most sacred rights as Americans. Um, some places don't have these rights, man. And uh, they're being chipped away at every, every single day by, um, you know, Democrats, liberals, and such. Um, so, better watch it, man. Better watch your ass, man. Watch yourself. By the way, you can find Americana the American Way on all the fun, exciting podcasting platforms. Uh, Anchor.fm is the main one. Uh, it goes up on Spotify and others after that. Uh, you can find me on rumble.com. You can find me on YouTube and on Parlor uh, at The Real Big John, all one word. At The Real Big John on Parlor. You light my ceremonious cigar and get going. <laughs> Georgia, the peach state, the peach state of Georgia, the Georgia peaches, also home to a good college football team, the Georgia Bulldogs, passed some uh, new voting laws today, which are already being, uh, about to be contested in court, possibly. Uh, I think they will be, considering the uh, organizations that have uh, filed the lawsuits. And a big, big piece of disinformation the media sold you is that Trump was defeated in all of his uh, lawsuits. One thing, the Trump campaign itself didn't file that many lawsuits. Secondly... Most of the lawsuits were never heard in court. They were uh, thrown out of court on what's known as merit, or uh, as us laymen would call it, on technicality. 
uh, somebody forgot to cross an I or dot a T. But anyways, that's not what this is about. Joja, we had a, an Egyptian rat screw, which is a card game a girl taught me in college that made no sense whatsoever. But anyhow, Egyptian rat screw, that was the name of the card game. Uh, a commonly known phrase to describe our last election is a cluster screw. I don't want to drop the F-bomb, but you know what I mean. And so Georgia decided to tighten up on some of its laws. I'm cleaning my fingernails, by the way. For those of you on video, wonder what the heck I'm doing. Uh... They decided to tighten stuff up a little bit in regards to absentee voting. Uh, I myself got a multitude of absentee ballot request forms in the mail. In fact, uh, in the weeks before the election, it seemed like it was nearly a daily occurrence. Uh, and that's what this one of the things this Georgia law sews up. Uh, let me read to you the first uh, seven, six sentences of this law. And I'll try to post, uh, be forewarned, I'm going to try to post. In fact, I can post. I forgot some. Anyhow, uh, post uh, links to the, the uh, actual bill itself. So you can read it for yourself and see what you think. Don't let me make your mind up and don't let, sure as hell, don't let the media make your mind up. But here, here's the first six sentences of the bill. Uh, it says here, To amend Chapter 2, Title 21 of the Official Code of Georgia Annotated, relating to elections, primaries generally, so far as to provide that persons or entities that mail absentee ballots, ballot applications, pardon me, absentee ballot applications, this is where I was going before. I got an absentee ballot application from all sorts of organizations. Uh, my pap was in a steel workers uh, union. Absentee ballot request forms came to the Morrow family from the steel workers union. Absentee ballot requests came to John Morrow from the Ohio Secretary of State from a union I used to belong to like 10 years ago. Uh, random, uh, like, um, Second Amendment organizations. Uh, you know, the Podcasters Guild of Idiocy. I don't know. I was getting from every, every Tom, Dick, and Harry. And let me tell you something. Tom's all right. But that Dick and Harry, you better keep your eye on them. Anyhow, this, it was ridiculous. My mother wanted to vote absentee because she hadn't voted in quite a while. Uh, but she, this election was important to her. And so she wanted, to, she wanted to vote. She was afraid that because of the uh, pandemic, alleged pandemic, that uh, the polls might be closed on election day like they were. Uh, in Ohio on the pri in during the primary, so she she wanted to get her vote in, get it 
in early, get it counted by gummies. So I, I got the form from the Board of Elections. Mom, this is the official form. We filled it out. We mailed it in. And she gets like umpteen more. That's a, that's a number. It comes right between 11 and, you know, a zillion. But uh, she got umpteen absentee ballot request forms from all sorts of political action groups. So this law is to narrow down how and who and what and where and why somebody can send you an absentee ballot application. Okay, let me continue on here after I've done my rant. So it says, so as to provide that persons or entities, that means organizations, corporations, unions, uh, political action committees, that would be an entity uh, that mail absentee ballot applications. Now, I often refer to it as an absentee ballot request form because that's the terminology I'm used to. So know that absentee ballot application and absentee ballot request form are one in the same in Big John lingo. Uh, shall mail each shall mail such applications only to eligible registered electors. Electors is another word for voters who have not already requested, been issued, or voted an absentee ballot. So that means if I, my mother, who I showed up at the polls, but if I were to vote absentee because I was, you know, sick, crippled, or crazy and couldn't go to the polls, uh, you know, I would be able to request an absentee ballot. And once I've sent that request in, that would be noted by the Secretary of Georgia, although I don't live in Georgia, but I'm using myself as the example. Uh, that would be noted, and then organizations or people mailing out absentee ballot applications would not be allowed to mail me a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, eleventeenth, umpteenth absentee ballot applications because it gets confusing to people. Now, <clears throat> So, to require certain comparisons to remove improper names from mail distribution lists. To provide for sanctions for violations. To provide for related manners. To repeal conflicting laws and for other purposes. So, there are sanctions, that means punishments. For violating this law, to repeal conflicting laws, that means any law uh, prior to this one is now void. Okay, now uh, there could be a law passed down the road that changes this one. But for right now, this is what the law is. Okay, once someone has been, or a person has requested an absentee ballot, 
sent in their absentee ballot request. Once they have been mailed an absentee ballot, and especially once they have voted on an absentee ballot, they cannot be mailed a second, third, fourth, fifteenth absentee ballot request or absentee ballot application, if you will, by another person or entity. And these records are going to be public, and these entities and people that are sending out absentee ballot applications will have access to that, and if they don't access it and they mail an absentee ballot application to an individual who has already voted absentee, thus creating confusion in the system, they can be punished. U.S. News and World Report weighed in on this subject. And this is, this is uh, a, a news article. Okay, let's see here. Let me make sure I'm saying this correctly. Yes. Uh, this is by Lisa Hagen. Uh, in the byline, March 26, 2021. It does not say opinion or editorial, but there is quite a bit of opinion and editorial in this article, in my opinion. So, she says, sweeping new voter laws in Georgia. Raise alarms. What kind of alarms were they? Was it one of those, was it a clock radio alarm? Yeah, you wake up to your favorite station, listening to your tunes, get your blood pumping. Was it one of those ones that just goes, ah, ah, ah? Was it one of them ones? That was a pretty good impression for the first time I've ever tried that sound. Uh, was it one of the old-fashioned alarm clocks where the, the little hammer goes, ding, 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 ding? That wasn't such a good impression. But was it, what, 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 what kind of alarm? You get out of the... Dog is scrounge. You got food and treats. Go eat them. Dog's like out here snooping through shit. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, and it says sweeping new vote. Was was it a Hoover upright? Was it a broom and dustpan? What what did they sweep with? Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll circle back on that. Uh. These laws are being referred to as Jim Crow 2.0. Those of ye who don't know, Jim Crow laws were um, laws that cracker Democrats in the South in the uh, pre-civil rights, pre-voter rights act. Uh, there are laws that they use, like if you showed up to the poll to vote and you were white... You, you had a poll tax, but your tax was like a penny. If you were black and you showed up at the poll to vote, your poll tax was $50. And, you know, $50 in 1950s, 60s money, it was like a lot more than... It's a lot of money now to some people, most people. But back then it was... You know, right? Uh... You maybe had to pass a literacy test. Well, if you're white, 
the literacy test that the cracker Democrats down south made up was uh, C spot run, run spot run. But if you were black, you had to read Shakespeare written in Old King's English and hither and thither and thee and thou shalt, right? See what I'm saying? So that's what Jim Crow was. Jim Crow laws. Um, <clears throat> now, let's read on here. The wide-ranging uh, tranche of election changes that will be in place for the 2022 midterms where the Democrats are going to lose their asses in the House and the Senate. Among them, legis the legislation requires ballot drop boxes be placed inside with limited hours. Well, that only makes sense. I mean, why are sacred voting right? You're just going to leave the ballots outside uh, in the weather? I mean, how, how tight, how secure are these ballot drop boxes? Who's to say I can't break in there uh, and steal all the ballots just for shits and giggles? Who's to say, you know, somebody can't just run up there and drop in a whole bunch of uh, ballots that, that they can make on their home computer? I mean, if you're smart enough, you could do that. You could get nice uh, thick paper like ballots are usually made of. You can get, you know, the paper cut to the size you want it. Not hard. Um, anyways... Uh, with limited hours, what the hell? If you put if you put it in, put them inside, you know, Piggly Wiggly, the grocery store down south, and Piggly Wiggly is open from eight a.m. to eight p.m. Well, that's the time you have access to the Dropbox. It's not that difficult. Uh, it mandates voters show identification when voting absentee. We have that here in Ohio. You either, uh, when you when you register to vote, you put down your social social security number uh, on your ballot um, reg, on your voter registration form. Pardon me. And so when you request your absentee ballot, and when you mail your absentee ballot in, you can put the last four digits of your social number, or you can put your driver's license number on there. So that if two John Morrows vote, they can see, is this the same John Morrow? Oh, okay. He's got this, this two different driver's license numbers, two different social security uh, last four digits. All right, probably two different people then. They make this sound so horrific. Um, the law also limits... Early voting. Why do you need to vote early? For eons and eons, we had, you know, one day to vote. Now, in the in the early early days, a lot of some voting took place in taverns, and it did go on for days. But them days are over. You got thirteen hours on election day. Usually some 12, some 14, some, you know, different things by different states. But you, 
you have plenty of time on election day. And if you can't be there, you can request an absentee ballot. They make such a big ordeal of this. Uh, early Limits on early voting for runoff elections. It speeds up the certification of election results. Ooh, and this is a big joke. Crazy Joe even brought this up in his press conference the other day. It restricts voters from handing out food or water to voters standing in line. Oh my. Known as this is known as lion warming. Lion lion warming. What now look man, this you know, hand out bottles of water and stuff like that to people standing in line. Doesn't sound like that big a deal, and it's not. Frankly, it's not. But it's a way to keep people from leaving if there are long lines at the polls. Now, look, if you're not a responsible enough American and your voting isn't important enough for you to stand there while you're thirsty or hungry or get out of line and go to a grocery store and come back five minutes later. Or an hour later, after you've gotten yourself a, something to drink and something to eat. That's not my problem. Okay? But what happens with this lion warming is people, like, throw parties. Hey, come down and vote. We got popcorn and cotton candy and hot diggity dogs and bottled water and soda pops and... It, it turns into a freaking block party. So I've heard. I haven't seen this, but in a county near mine, I've heard that you know they will uh, charter buses. Uh, the Democratic Party, the unions, uh, certain political action organizations, they will bus their constituents to the Board of Elections, and they will have a food truck or. Uh, you know what a food truck is, or those uh, things you see at festivals. It's like a trailer, but they've converted it into a kitchen. They'll have those there, and there'll be like a DJ pumping out the pump up the jam, and they're partying in the frickin' the Board of Elections parking lot. Well, what the foxtrot, man? You know. <laughs> If you can't get your butt to the polls, if being an American patriot, regardless of race, creed, color, sexual orientation, political party, if being a patriot and going to vote is not good enough for you, then that's that ain't my problem, man. I've never had someone in... All the years that I've been voting since I was 18, I'm 44 now. In all them years, I voted every election, local, state, federal, uh, special elections, whatever the case was. I got my butt to the polls, I informed myself, and I made a decision. But you can't, other people can't just go vote unless they're they're tempted unless they're hey man come on man we'll give we'll give you a look we'll give you a cig we'll give you a pack of cigs 
up in Wisconsin in 2000. The Democrats were passing out packs of cigarettes to homeless people to register and vote on the same day. Oh, that's, you know, that's patriotic, man. That's patriotism. Yeah, <laughs> well, this book of Matthew sucks. <laughs> you know, that's patriotism. That's Americana. That's the American way. You have to give a homeless guy a shock full of quarters to get him to go vote. Heck, if you're homeless. Well, wait a minute, I gotta relight my stogie. It could be a little hard for homeless people to vote because they're homeless and they don't have a home address. But uh, a lot of places will let you use the address of your homeless shelter to vote. Uh, the whole thing about voter ID, this, this, this could only have an effect on the homeless people. They lie to us and they use race because that's, you know, just the, the Democrats' tactic uh, and the liberals' tactic. But uh, who in America in 2021 does not have some kind of photo ID? I just gave a friend of mine um, a ride uh, to, to several bars. That's not the point. He had a state-issued ID. Not a driver's license, but an ID. And I'll be more than happy to subsidize you know, state IDs to people who can't afford them. I think last, I, last time I had to go out because I didn't have a driver's license so I was 25 because I was weird. Uh, but <clears throat> I used to just have a state ID to go into the bars. And I think it cost like five bucks. You know, you can go out on the streets and panhandle yourself up five dollars. You can, you know, take five bucks out of your welfare check and you know, skip the six-pack of Natty Light this week. You know, come on. Who can't afford, you know, five bucks for a photo ID? I'm sure there's some people out there that can't. But, I mean, I'll be I'll gladly subsidize that to protect voting integrity. Uh, but, you know, that's racist to require any type of personal responsibility on voter ID laws. Uh, Sleepy Creepy Uncle Joe says that this is sickening. He probably didn't say it like that because he doesn't have that much energy. But I wanted to be melodramatic. He called it sickening, un-American, and Jim Crow in the 21st century. Somebody remind Jim uh, Joe Biden how many racial slurs he's used in his political career uh, <clears throat> and whose party it was that made the Jim Crow laws. I'll give you a hint. It starts with a D and ends in Democrats. Uh, there's a lawsuit already filed by a group called New Georgia Project. Uh, 
Black, another group called Black Votes Matter Fund, and a group called Rise Inc. Uh, Nase Ufat, his name is, first name is spelled N-S-E, and there's one of those little lines over the E. Uh, his last name is spelled U-F-O-T. And he is the CEO of New Georgia Project. He said this is a blatant and intentional strike at black, brown, and new voters. Nah, man, it's not. Not at all. Man, there's not... I just read you the the synopsis of the law. Where in there does it talk about black... Start... You, Joe Biden's rubbing off on me. I'm catching his senility. There's nothing in there about black, brown, or new voters. Um, <clears throat> there are new pleas now from Democrats and so on and so forth to uh, get House Bill 1 passed. Uh, it passed the U.S. House of Representatives. Um, on pretty much a party line vote, but thank goodness fully for uh, old Joe Manchin in the Senate. I don't think he'll uh, vote for this House Bill 1. I've talked about it before. You can go look for it yourselves. Uh, <clears throat> it was called H.R. 1, and it would totally take power, which is given to the state's by the Constitution away from the states. Uh, it would let, you know, every, I'm telling you, Tom, Dick, and Harry, they're out there trying to vote. Tom's all right, but Dick and Harry, they'll get you every time. Don't say I didn't warn you. Uh, anyways, this will give, you know, anybody that wanders into a polling location across the United States with or without identification the ability to register to vote that day and vote that day. You tell me you're not just asking for voter fraud, vote, you know. Voter fraud happens in every election, people. Sometimes it gets caught, sometimes it doesn't. And it's usually never enough to change the outcome of an election. Um, but there's always somebody that tries to cheat the system at at everything and anything. So anyhow, let's wrap this up. I'll post links in the descriptions on, uh, YouTube and rumble for these articles and for the actual, uh, Georgia Senate bill 202. And so you can read the bill for yourself. And make your own mind up. And then you can read the the U.S. News and World Reports uh, op-ed. Op-ed disguised as an article uh, in regard to this bill. So that's it. Y'all pray for one another. Have a blessed rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon. Whatever time you're listening to this. Until we meet again, folk, have a great day.